I don't know which party my wife belongs to, but uh, she belongs to my kitchen and my living room and the other room. It's my jam, it's my jam. <laughs> easy, easy, easy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, let's go. Let's guys and welcome back to another episode of the other room <laughs> <laughs> yes we're back people we're back uh, uh, uh. no it was Actually, funny because i've never heard me say that right i kind of just really it into the whoop really no the no, i do the pitchy thingy mm-hmm. yeah but like okay Anyway, I, mean, I guess we're robbing off on each other. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very soon we're gonna be in sync. Oh, yeah, man. Carry on, carry on. Yeah, yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it goes. <laughs> no, this is how it goes. But yeah, this is Kes, and I'm here with Fee. Hi, guys. Sel. Hello. And we have two special guests today. Say hi to Ife. Hi. And Amma. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and our guests are from the Pepperdam Ministries. PDM, bro. Pepe, Pepe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I like that. I like that. I, I like the sound effect. Pepe, salute to your listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Happy so, to be here. yes, good, good to have you. you. Yeah. yeah, we're glad you're here. <laughs> Should we jump right into it then? Mm-hmm. Okay, guess over to you. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's your show today. <laughs> really? <laughs> You're the host, though. Don't let us do our, Don't let us do your job for you. It's your show today. Oh, but okay, so tell us what Pepperdam Ministries is about. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so Pepperdam Ministries is just a group of girls, mm-hmm. um, like-minded. Well, should I say girls? Are we women or girls? I'm a woman. <laughs> women. <laughs> well, young women. Yeah. who met online on social media primarily and um, <clears throat> individually on our own. Mm. We were talking gender. And I mean, I was I was always looking at gender in the lens, um, you know, gender as a place in our creative industry and everybody had their own specialties. But then we met for some reason because mm. when, you, when you have these kinds of unconventional views about gender in our society you sometimes feel like you're alone Mm -hmm. so it was just really a remarkable thing for us how we found ourselves and that gave us that momentum to join our voices and so that's how it started basically um where we are now is just (laughs) it was an overnight thing and we are still yet to come to terms with it but yeah it's just basically a group of young women who who talk about gender in a very fierce, fly, sexy, flirty way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have a question. Yeah. So um, you're saying you just randomly met each other. You guys didn't know each other previously? No. Okay, so on a previous episode, we talked about something which people say about Ghanaian females. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're fried in air bunnies. Do you know what that means? They're, they're what? They're fried. I don't... Yeah. As in, we're like, not they're not friendly. Yeah. Oh. So, like, not mm-hmm. towards other mm-hmm. females. So you guys didn't have that problem when you met, you just gelled instantly? No, so I think, I don't know if Amma wants to come in here. Yeah, so it's actually been a few years. I mean, I've known Ife for 
just about a year. I've known, and I, I mean, by knowing them, I mean, Facebook. By, yeah, on Facebook. I didn't know them in person. So I've met, met a few others on maybe two, three years ago. So there was already that casual sort of friendship on social media. So PDM actually started when two of our members, so Efe and another of our friends, Hetty, mm. came to Ghana. Hetty came down to get married. Um, Efe came after school. So yes. we all and met Louis them. Carroll. Yeah, Elsie yeah. LC, yeah. LC also came um, back after school. So I said, why not? We've been fighting all these battles on social media and being called names. Let's just meet, hang out, eat jollof, <laughs> and have pork and some drinks. So that was it. So we actually just started a Facebook chat message. Mm. Um, we all just met, hanged out, had fun. Yeah. And then after that, we are a few of us not me, the others, they, they really like photos. <laughs> so we, just, we just decided to also have a photo shoot. Mm. So we scheduled the photo shoot for Saturday. And then on Thursday, the hashtag Pepperdine Ministries actually yeah. boomed on social media. Yeah. So when on Sunday we had our photo shoot, it, it looked planned. Yeah. And then on Monday, the pictures were out. out. Everybody was associating it with Pepperdine. <laughs> that's just, it was a very spontaneous on social media. Mm. But we are very friendly towards each other. I mean, I just named my... I had my baby's christening a few months ago. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. They were all there. It was fun. We just had so much fun. So, yeah, we have our differences because we have a group of how many women? Ten or so women. Very strong-minded and Mm. strong-willed. Yeah. Every once in a while, we clash somehow. I mean, over personalities. But So, these for me are some of the closest friends I've had Mm. of social media. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think it was really interesting how we met because it was like, I'll say something. And maybe someone, a mutual friend who follows her, follows me, will say, Amma, come and see this. And then Amma will come. And then I will meet Amma on some random post and we'll be saying the same things, Mm. gender-wise, in terms Mm. of the analysis. And then you realize that, okay, this girl should get head. And then you go follow her. And then somebody somewhere will tell Miss S, Miss S, have you seen Amma? Or Amma and Efe? They actually talk like you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, so it was that kind of I mean, connection. I think mm-hmm. people actually even connected as a, as a way of teasing us. So come and see your colleague. Right. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Come and see another girl saying the same yeah, thing. Said, exactly. Yeah. So it was our views that brought us it's together. Good, yeah. And um, surprisingly, when we met in person, we had like all these unique personalities. And yeah, we've, we've decided to take it on because I mean, our relationship, our friendship is also um, a challenge to us. To debunk one of our, one of the very first hashtags that brought PDM into light was men are their own enemies. We flipped the script on women are their own enemies, mm-hmm. and so it's also a challenge to us yeah. to make sure that we keep this going yeah. for as yeah. long as we can yeah. to debunk okay. some of these yeah. uh, perceptions. So, how many years has it been? Two months. <laughs> two months. Two months. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Two, two months. months. Oh wow. Eight yeah. weeks. They took Ghana by storm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> in less than a month. Yeah. Actually, no, I mean, by the first week. Yeah. The, the, first, by the, yeah, the first week, my 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 Facebook was like yeah. Yeah. TL was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Then before I knew you were on radio, yeah. you and were the surprise is how. Yeah. How sustainable this has been. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to be. I thought it was, I thought was like, yeah, every one of those Ghanaian things yeah. after a week. Social media about something bars, else, right? yeah. Yeah. The hashtag yeah. and then it's done. Yeah, yeah. So. But for two months, people wake up and, you know, it's anything gender is prepared and prepared yeah. them has to make a point of it. Yeah. Pastors are preaching yeah. about us now, whether good oh, or bad. Yeah. Yeah. Whether, I mean, hey, don't listen to those pepper women. Yeah. You know, yeah. we take it all as... <laughs> hey, you've as made sure. it. I know. pastors are much. Yeah. So, wow. so um, just to be clear, 
when we say PDM, we're still referring to that core group of women. It's not now a community because now a lot of people align with your, yes. your so, messages. So um, we have the core group, which is the friends who officially started the hashtag mm. and pushed it. And if you look at how even in the first two weeks it hit, mm-hmm. yes, we had that momentum there, but we also, you know, fell on other equally strong personalities on social media. They had their own followings and they brought it on board. Mm. So we have the core members, the core group that started it. And then we have a little... Yeah. So I mean, we call uh, them associates. Yes, yeah. we call yeah. them associates. Yeah. Sort of. so they volunteer just, with us. Yeah. We share ideas together and all of that. And we actually have plans of also opening this up because many people send us My messages. mom wants to join together. I know, that's <laughs> what they say. Yes, my mom. <laughs> One time she watched you guys on some show, I can't remember, she was like, I like these Pepe girls. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so people actually said, can I be a member? How, how can I help? Yeah. So recently, when there was that Asin case, the four-year-old girl yeah. was yeah. Oh. We had to go, I mean, yeah. we had mm-hmm. to go to Asin. Somebody just on Facebook volunteered her car if oh, were, really? yeah, to drive us yeah. to Asin to provide accommodation in the central region. Wow. So now the plan is to open this up in sort of our circles. Mm. So people, yeah. wherever they are, any part of okay. the world, they can associate with PDM and yeah. do any gender. So now it's a movement. It's oh, a movement. yeah. Hey. Registered, we wow, are here wow. to stay, yes. baby. I don't know if you've heard, but um, if you've seen us doing the promo, but we've landed a, re- a talk show on Class FM. Yeah. Oh. We're starting next week, Thursday. Great. Every wow. Thursday. Congratulations. We're taking right our on. ministries on radio. Yeah. So this this is so nice. Nice, yeah, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah, nice. That's <laughs> good. I know. I'm glad that's not just another hashtag. No, yeah. right. no not at all. It's doing more something. Than, more than. <laughs> but why the name Pepperdem? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, Pepperdem, because we like Pepe. So we just... <laughs> We just wanted to localize the mm-hmm. the gender awareness we were creating, and yeah. then we like Pepe as Ghanaians or Africans. We mm. like Pepe. Pepe is still uncomfortable. I mean, you have Pepe. In the- <laughs> yeah, your but eyes. You still eat it anyway. So we think the truths we are saying are uncomfortable, but they still have to be said. Yes. yes. Okay. So yeah, that's basically. T- and basically if you look at our logo now, and we haven't officially officially launched it, yeah. but our logo currently has this very unique Edikra symbol. It's not one of the popular ones, yeah. mm. you know. You see, it is this circle has this red thingy, but it's actually an Edikra symbol. That's it's uh, it, the name is Meku, yeah. which is Pepe, Pepe. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. and it actually stands for inequality and uneven resources. Wow. So there's even, there's even, yes, how apt I know, right? Mm -hmm. So there's even more reason to keep the name Pepe. I I remember when we started, people were like, oh, the name is too antagonistic. But Mm -hmm. we are like, no, Pepe is raw truth. Mm -hmm. Like it's hot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's in your face. Because there's been gender advocacy over the years. It's not new. Okay. It's not new. But we're also looking for new reforms and newer mm-hmm. ways and new, new responses. New responses and, I think and our, new our um, older people, the generation gone before exactly. us who developed these Edinka symbol must have known of Pepperdem that <laughs> it was <laughs> meant exactly. to be. Yeah. The exactly. So yeah, but Pepper because the things we talk about are uncomfortable mm. and we we've been able to have this much impact. And if I say impact, it might not necessarily be positive or negative, but we've been able to gather this much um, the conversations are conversations ongoing. exactly yeah. because of our approach, mm. and so Pepe, raw truth, mm-hmm. no sugaring, yeah. no no, pumping, pumping. no covering up of mm. things, no massaging feelings, no. nothing. We are putting it on the table. We're putting gender on the agenda, and we are telling ourselves and reminding societies that girls belong here too. Amen. Snaps all around for real. Yep, yep. So, um, right. what's the word? Mm-hmm. Great. Empowering, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's inspired. It's great. Like, yeah. 
So we're going to start the controversial bit, isn't it? <laughs> the F word in Ghana, everybody runs away from mm-hmm. it. Does Pepper Dem identify as a oh, feminist, feminist movement? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sorry, guys. Oh, come <laughs> on, guys. <laughs> Who's the F word for feminism? Oh, hey, that's hey, the new hey. Actually, 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 please. Yeah, we're on the KSM show, and that's what he said. Yeah, it was like the new F word. Because it's something that, you know, there are lots of, and this is the reality on the ground. A lot of Ghanaian women are aware that things need to change. They hope that things will change, and they want things to change. But because of the history of the stereotypes that people have attached to the word feminism, Many yeah. of them don't want to, they identify don't want to identify feminism. as feminism. Mm. So it's almost a taboo or a curse word like the, yeah, okay, the original like F word. Yeah. So, but we are trying to demystify it as well. So we are here, we are owning it. We know all the tags associated with it. Yeah. We know all the stereotypes. We've claimed all of them and we are saying bring on more. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. I have another question. Oh, but I don't think we answered yours. Yeah, I think so we are feminists. Yeah, yeah. 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 we individually identify as feminists. Yeah. And we don't shy away from it. So we are unapologetically. So my question is, okay, there's people out there. Okay, so what is your definition of feminism? Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to go with the with the definite, the, or the definition that we all know, the dictionary definition, the one Google will give to you. I mean, basically, it's just saying that we are counting on the progressive tendencies as we have as human beings mm-hmm. to always rewrite our narratives, change our societies for the better. When iPhone 1 came out, they followed another one, which was improved mm-hmm. and better, made things more accessible. As we live and progress in our societies, things are always getting better. We're always looking at what we need right now to suit the times, and we make the changes. Mm-hmm. Why is it that when it comes to gender, everything has to be static? No, this is what was said some time ago. Yeah. And this is what was done some time ago. So I think for me, feminism is just basically saying we make changes politically, we make changes, all these changes yeah. technologically, let's make changes through a gender lens so that we can all live and breathe mm-hmm. as uh, human beings mm-hmm. in, in this environment. Mm-hmm. And then also for me, what is more, and this may be different from even everybody's perceptions about feminism, but for me, I see. I think that growing up, I see that um, boys and girls are not brought up to be compatible in our society, and I'm just calling attention to that. that you mean, gone in society. Yes, in, in our society. Yeah, okay. That's what I feel. I feel that we are not bringing them up to be compatible, and I'm just mm. drawing attention to that. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe mm. you'd like to add something. Yeah. I mean, I think I see feminism as just giving both genders the same opportunities mm-hmm. with no discrimination yeah. just because one is a boy or one is a girl. And that is not to say we, ain't, we are not different. Boys and girls are different. But to treat people not based on any gender stereotypes you have originally, mm. which won't apply um, um, across all this, every spectrum. So, so it's not by saying um, men, I mean, women should be leaders in their marriage or men shouldn't be leaders yeah. or men should be weaklings or no. It's just that treat people individually based on their strengths and their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So just like you wouldn't, you you wouldn't automatically assume a white person is smarter than a black person. Just mm. don't assume that a man is any different intellectually from a woman just because one has a penis and one has a vagina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. So I, I mean, I think it's simple as that. But for any group that has been marginalized to get to the level that you um, a, le- a certain level of equality. There's always the antagonism you face. Nobody wants to give up privilege easily. 
So people would sort of try to antagonize him by saying, oh, look, these feminism wants men to be weak men. But does, does, does that imply that women are, we are weaker? Mm -hmm. If you say that, that feminism is trying to make um, men weaker. Reverse there, roles. If, if there's anything wrong with weaker, being weak, why do you call women the weaker sex yeah. and expect them to just swallow it? Um, swallow it. So yeah, it's, I think it's as simple as that. And it's really common sense. We all know that. Exactly. But um, yeah, yeah. And I also think that a part of the antagonism is people have a hard time grasping what equality is and what it stands for. I think yeah. people think it's, it's cloning and reversing rules and yeah. we're saying no, 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 no. Equal value. Yeah. The value you place on a man plays the same value on a woman. Yeah. Equal expectations, equal responsibility, yeah. equal opportunities. Yeah. Don't tell me I'm weak. Give me the same opportunity. Then let me prove to you exactly. whether I'm weak or not. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's, I think people have a hard time grasping equality and for some reason, I don't know, that's been one of our head sins. So yeah. It's, yeah. it's about equality. You're bringing up a lot of controversial. So definitely <laughs> then been dragged into the equality versus equity uh -huh. debate. Yeah. What yeah. do you make of that? That, that, I, I, so I think, yeah. and this, I mean, so I, 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 whenever, I mean, maybe previously, so whenever that comes up, I also become a bit um, hesitant. Where, yeah. But then I spoke to one, so I don't, Kina. Kina is um, Amatedu's yes. daughter. So she met us once and said, let me explain this to you, at least from my perspective. Mm -hmm. So equality, we are all equal. Mm -hmm. Like she said, put the same value on all of us. Just like if any of us have children, I don't think you treat your male child different from your female child. Mm -hmm. You love them the same. Oh, if it's yeah. cool, you take them. So you do the same. So give them equal value. But then we need equity to achieve that equality. Mm -hmm. But we should accept that the equality is there. And just goal. yeah, just and so let me not use um, the example of even boys and girls or gender. Let's use um, if for instance we decide that all Ghanaian children are equal, we should place the same value of um, equal, um, value on them so that they both um, deserve access to education. Mm. But then we know that Ghanaian children we have the abled and the differently abled, mm -hmm. and I don't want to use the politically incorrect term. So we have the differently abled, mm -hmm. but to provide that equality for them. There has to be equitable sharing of resources. Right. For instance, if I'm going to spend 10 cities on a well-abled child, for lack of a better word, I can't say I'll spend the same, ten, the ten same amount on the differently abled because they're equal. Yes. I probably need to provide some sort of staircase in right. their school. Mm -hmm. Different facility, or... exactly. Ramp, yeah. So I'll probably spend 15 cities. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you are maybe giving more resources or doing a little bit more, for somebody, just because a person has been marginalized for so long or the person needs that push, doesn't mean they are not equal. I don't know if right. you get yeah. it. So, so, yeah, equity yeah. is actually the way you would achieve equality. equality. Mm -hmm. okay. So so then, in essence, equality sets the tone for equity. Exactly. You realize that we should all be equal, yeah. and that is why we make these interventions yeah. for so equity, so we can achieve equality. Yeah, equality. But also, the reason when people bring up equity, I get so excited <laughs> because we are... You then... In, in making that statement, you are actually confirming that there are inequalities mm -hmm. and systemic and structural disadvantages to women. Mm -hmm. By emphasizing and pushing equity, that's, that's the premise of this whole debate. Racism, and surprisingly, when it comes to racism, we understand how all these things work. Yeah. If I'm getting into a university through affirmative action because I'm black, that is confirming the structural uh, disadvantages that black people have faced over centuries. Mm -hmm. So that is the precedence to equality. But the end goal is equality. We cannot run away from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, This is true. Yeah. So, um, okay, I, I, I have hmm. <laughs> another question. 
okay, so there's people out there, I think, like myself, mm-hmm. who understand all the things you're saying. They mm-hmm. understand the equity versus equality mm-hmm. deba- debate. They understand that there's a need for change. They understand mm-hmm. all this stays. Mm-hmm. They get what you're saying. They agree with what you're saying. But personally, I feel that I cannot peg myself as a feminist because I'm not actively doing anything to change the situation. Like, I feel like at this stage of my life, I'm just working on myself. Mm -hmm. I'm trying, like, you know, charity begins at home. I want to be set and then I want to help. You know what I mean? So for people like me, what do you call us? I call you a feminist. The fact that you're even, you start with, I'm trying to work on myself because that's the beginning. That's, that's where it starts from. I think there's also this misconception. Even us, with even everything we've been able to do, people still think we're just making noise and go on the ground and go and do it. People don't see us as feminist enough. Yeah. Mm. And that's a problem. And that, that's exactly. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a problem okay. because you are sidelining other voices. And look at all these other people. When they came, they did it this way. But every generation has its own issues yeah. when it comes to gender. Mm. Progress will be made along the way. New problems will be created because of other past interventions. Yeah. And so we cannot sideline any one approach or individual or group for the efforts they're making. At the end of the day, what is the end goal? The end goal is to, number one, give you a voice, give every woman a voice, give men voices, and all the other things. The premise of feminism is actually a mindset. So once you have that mindset, you said you believe in it, you, 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 you agree, that is the beginning. So therefore, when you move outside the streets and then you see something unfeminist happening, you can even in your own small corner change that small situation. That is feminism. Mm-hmm. I think we need to, and, the, and it's actually a deliberate attempt to derail attention and discourage other people like yourself from coming on board. Mm-hmm. There's no better time to come at as a feminist. Mm-hmm. There's no better way of being a feminist. Um, Roxane Gay, yeah. do you know her? She yeah. has a book, mm-hmm. Bad Feminist. Yeah. She has a book called Bad Feminist. Even me, I listen to songs that objectify women. We are all in the, it's a process. You can never be a perfect feminist. No. Never. We none, all, of us, we, yeah. none of us is. We are learning Especially since yeah. we were raised. Exactly. It's going to take a long, long, and a you long will never learning. stop learning yeah. because every generation, every time will come with its own issues yeah. and mm. we'd all have to like make a conscious effort to make sure that we are, you know, being our authentic selves. Yeah. Mm. So there's, no, as for and that they one, are, you and are they are also, okay. They are also, yeah. <laughs> And I think there are also some sort of personal challenges that may come and you find it difficult because there are certain things that, I mean, one feminist would think um, probably you shouldn't do that. Feminists yeah. don't have, there's no code. Yeah. We don't well, have like a, yeah, a Bible exactly. somewhere. Exactly, uniform thing, mm. yeah. I mean, because all sorts of women, there are lesbians who are feminists, they are yeah. married women, they are mothers, they are single women, they yeah. are widowed transsexuals it's just um and what's the, important to them is different. exactly exactly yeah. i mean they talk i mean like mm-hmm. even in the the core group or not even the group so pdm for instance mm-hmm. i am a feminist and my focus i want more women to study science mm-hmm. i don't think that science should be um just something for men and i want women to excel at science be mm-hmm. professors be mm-hmm. get to the top and if they want still want to run their families run them perfectly well she is very interested in women in the media and um, creative industry. Great, exactly. That's a cultural industry. We have um, Louis Carl, who is very interested in women, women in, in politics, politics and leadership. So, so yeah, they are, and I mean, one of our colleagues actually has a son and is more interested in like how the, the curriculum in schools is gender sensitive. You know, so there are all sorts of differences, and our focus should 
the fact that you're a feminist doesn't mean you should take on everything. Mm-hmm. It could be just one single thing you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Probably just sexual harassment in your workplace. It's probably just women not being abused at home. Mm-hmm. Women not being confined to certain roles. Yeah. And yeah. And you but don't have to be in Gambaga or like um, fighting the um, people who are hunting witches Witch or something. Yeah. There are a lot of people who identify, let's say, in the US or something as um, anti racist or anti, but they are not always in the streets yeah. fighting or jumping yeah. over. But they, it's about wherever the you find yourself. About, mm-hmm. You know, exactly. the principles with which yeah. you live, you yeah. engage exactly. people, yeah. you engage people from uh, the opposite sex, mm-hmm. the way you engage your own friends. Um, I'm, I'm on a certain WhatsApp platform where you wouldn't believe a women professional professionals actually believe that women are their own enemies. And do you know the damage that causes? So I walk into a conference where there's women there, and I'm walking in with that mindset mm-hmm. that most of majority of these women are my enemies. Yeah, Can you imagine? You understand? So I don't have to go on the ground holding placards, but if I can change that perception alone mm-hmm. and treat women like, you know, we are comfortable taking feedback from men mm-hmm. our friends our male friends will consider a constructive feedback let your girlfriend or some woman somewhere give you that same feedback think you she's think she's bringing she's being whatever yeah. caddy bringing you down yeah. so we also need to change so if even if for me it would just it can just be about the ways in which i engage with my fellow women mm-hmm. and that's my feminism mm-hmm. because it's my truth it's something i find problematic and i'm i'm living it every day and i make that change with the ways in which I'm welcoming to other women. So, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I guess I can identify as a feminist then. Yay! <laughs> okay. National feminist. So yes. coming out day. Yes. So, so, so you are you like don't officially... understand how historic this episode is. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, yeah. Because it's like we're divided. So, yeah. So, we can't call it a show. We call it a women's show because... See, that's another topic. That's why I started. A lot of us, you know, we think along the same lines. Like, recently I've seen a video of a woman pastor, mm. a woman preacher, preaching on slave master husband. Mm. I don't know if you've seen that yeah, video. I've, I've seen mm. it. So it's a, a woman preacher talking about how when God said man is the head, it didn't mean you are some master and your wife is slave. Mm. Yeah. Basically the same things we we have been saying yeah. as pepper them. Basically, the same things that people are not ready to listen mm-hmm. to. But because she's a she's a pastor and oh. she said it on the pulpit, yeah. come and see the way people were sharing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we believe in the same things. The goal is the same. I want to be treated equally, fairly. I want to be able to live and make my own decisions, not based on what always society oh, yes. expects from me. You know, that kinds of things. And there are lots of women who feel and think that way. You understand? Mm-hmm. But so, Charlie, you are. Even by force. <laughs> yeah, by force. And I think the more women we have on board, the easier it is to demystify feminism. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah, we can have married women, we have single women. Yeah. Have yeah. Women. And also, the, 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 the um, what do you call the diverseness. Yes. Diversity. Yes. 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 It's yes. actually what encourages more people. And we need more younger people to identify mm-hmm. as that they also deserve to be treated yeah. as well as we treat yeah. them. The other person, mm, yes. and it, and you know why I always tell the um, everybody, feminism actually isn't even for just women. It's actually for men. Yeah, we are raised, or we have a generation of men who have unnecessary expectations on them just because you're a man. You mm-hmm. know, so mm-hmm. it's if we we get to that level where there's equality or there's respect, not based on gender, we actually are doing good for both men and women. Mm-hmm. Yes, and today I had Dr. Louise Carroll, who is one of our founding members. Okay. Um, we facilitate facilitated um, a seminar earlier today and you know she researches into women media and politics Mm -hmm. and you know according to data and research actually if women don't take on women issues 
according to research, men are not likely to take it on. Mm. So we need as many women as we can. As many. Because as for me, it's your every, problem. Exactly. Right? Yeah. They, they live in privilege. Um, yeah. Esther Ama, she was, at, uh, she was at our meet and greet, mm-hmm. our first meet and greet a month ago. And she said, part of the privileges of being male in a patriarchal society is that you are allowed not to be aware. Mm. You are yeah. you are allowed not to not yeah. to be aware of how the system affects who. Yeah. I mean, I'm living my privilege. Mm-hmm. If you are white in an American society or in a Western society, you may not necessarily be racist though, or have said something racist to yeah. someone, but you are allowed not to be aware of how the system yeah. affects yeah. minority groups. Mm. You may not be contributing in any way. You will sit in your car, go. I'm more likely to be stopped by the police. Yeah. Someone can pass by me, call the police. I've seen a black woman in a BMW. Yeah. It has happened to me and my colleagues in the US <laughs> in grad school. So you understand, but you don't recognize if it's it's a privilege you know men have. And so yeah. if we don't take on those issues, they're not gonna join us. Mm. They're not gonna listen. They're not even going to be aware of how you know the system even affects them. Okay. So I know PDM is a gender advocacy group, yes. sort of. So yeah, and gender is male and female. Yes. We yes. talk a lot more about female and everything, yes. but you do advocate for men as well, yes, isn't it? We okay. do. So in what type of case or what type of instance would you advocate for males? So for instance, I mean, at some point at the early part of uh, Pepperdine Ministries, we even had um, a hashtag called "Share His Story." Um, so we also wanted we also wanted to look at how the system affects men. Even that one, because we are women, it was very hard. We knew just small pay. Yeah. So we actually reached out to the men to also share how the system affects them. And okay. you'd be surprised and amazed of the stories that you know some of the men shared. For mm-hmm. instance, someone said, you know, in the wake of send your girl child to school, send your girl child oh, to yeah. school. <laughs> you will tie with a girl in class. <laughs> Right, mm-hmm. and they want who the first position is, and they'll give it to the girl just oh. because to encourage more girls. Yeah. And he felt it wasn't fair; he had earned it. You know, he also deserved so the first position. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, even in as much as we are trying to push the women agenda forward, we should also be mindful of how you know um, it's. We should be mindful that we we are awarding and rewarding on based on merit yeah. and not based on you know just gender. because you're a yeah. woman and just that's, because that's you're exactly gender. what we are fighting exactly. for. Exactly, mm-hmm. uh-huh. if a man deserves it, he should have it. Yeah. In the exactly. same way, if a woman deserves it, he should also have and it. Okay. Several scenarios. We are here. You like a guy. They say the system says you cannot go through no, it mm. because yeah. it is a guy who approaches mm-hmm. us, and there's yeah. a guy who has seen you. Yeah. He too. He's putting so much pressure on himself <laughs> to come in. Yeah, he has to be the hunter. And, and yeah. 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 Like, you know, yeah. and it's stifling women. So you'll be there. Those of us who grew up in the church, you'll be there playing a uh, uh, virtual summer, virtual mm-hmm. summer. The next minute, he's married. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? The yeah. next minute, he's married. Yeah. And all, you know, so, so many things. Um, You you have the system. I always see people say that you people, you hate men. I said, no, we don't hate men. We hate how the system mm. sets men up to be. Mm. When you say boys will be boys, you're saying boys should grow up and end up as beasts who mm. cannot control themselves. When yeah. you make those silly excuses. And so we also throw light on these issues. Don't say boys will be boys. Mm. Hold them responsible. The same value, the same expectation you put on women to keep themselves. If it's good for society, if it's good for society, implement it in boys too. But don't raise one keeping herself or respecting what she does with her body and then raising the other not to. Yeah. And so when we say this and we tell men, Charlie, it is not about what a woman wears that should get you to misbehave. Mm. You have been given the power as a logical thinking being to do what is right, to have self-control. This is not, it's a human trait. 
to not have self-control. It's an animalistic trait. Mm. That is what cocks do to hens, mother hens, yeah. and you know, all those other things. But you're a human being, and so that is part of the empowerment that we are talking about. That you've also been given the power, just like women are not superhuman. We are not, we don't have a saintly gene, and you know, all of those things. We don't have these genes. Mm. It's not embedded in us. We are raised to be that way. Yeah. And so we are challenging boys that if we can do it, you can also do it. Okay. We walk on the streets. There are cute young men around. We see them. We keep our feelings to ourselves and we move on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we move on. Yeah. Why can't you do the same? Hmm. So that's just basically it. So we, we, the issues may appear that it affects women more, which it is. Historically, yes, there's data to prove. But in doing that, we should also know how... We yeah. weave in men. We can get carried away sometimes, but yeah. yeah. It's a conscious thing that we are trying to do. Yeah. That's, mm, that's good. All right. So what are your thoughts on recent developments? And this globally, locally, um, we've been seeing a lot of people coming for forward, um, being more bold to share their experiences of sexual assault yeah. and so on. Um, do you think this is a turning point? Is that a watershed moment? Is, 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 is this... Yeah, I think so. And I actually think um, more can actually be done. I, uh, maybe a few weeks ago, I shared um, on Facebook. So I've, I've been following this Harvey, Harvey Weinstein guy. Yeah. 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 And then, of course, the stories, I'll just, I mean, see it on the news and just go on. But one day when I, I, I saw Lupita had shared her experience mm-hmm. with him, mm. I read, I was like, wow. I actually told myself, no, I should share my experience too. Because I have, it's something I'd never mentioned to anybody. Mm-hmm. Because then, you know how, when you are, and this was a sexual harassment, when you are sexually harassed, you are not sure, you think about it again. Mm-hmm. Did I do something? Mm-hmm. And that's how we've been raised. Yeah. You always mm-hmm. have to question yourself. Yeah. It's never the man's fault. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, how did I contribute to this? Mm-hmm. So I think the avalanche, is that the right word? Yeah. That, that mm-hmm. It's because people are speaking. And if you see somebody you respect or love or can identify with, able to talk, like, no, I probably should too, because I, I will get other people to do same. There's this girl I know on Facebook. I mean, she's confided in me before about um, an experience of rape she had. And in the wake of this, I realized she shared it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And actually mentioned that if anybody has issues like that, just talk to me. Mm-hmm. I probably won't be able to do much for you. I'll just listen to you yeah. and share my experience with you. So I think it's... And, it's wonderful. And for me, the good thing about it is how global it's been. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. everywhere else yeah. in Kenya, everywhere else, people are talking about me too, me too, mm-hmm. me too. So, yeah, I mean, sexual harassment is in. So, yeah, I just tell people it's nothing you did. It's not the dress you wore. It's not how you walked. It's just a man who thought that I have power and I'm in a certain authority and mm-hmm. so I can just get what I want from you and you should just allow it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't allow it, you are threatened with all sorts of things. So, and That's I good. also I also think that I mean with PDM what we've been able to do at least through me too mm-hmm. we really push the hashtag on our on our platform as well. Um, part the I think the first step to getting help in such a situation is to be able to talk about it, like she said, mm-hmm. open yeah. up about it. And I think that that's what we've also done with PDM and gender in general. Everybody's talking about gender now, mm-hmm. so that's the first step. Yang yesterday cry, even if we don't get anything out of me too, we've gotten people to share things that they've kept in them yeah. for years. Yeah. We had older women who shared experiences from way back, wow. and that's the first step. Moving forward, we need to now look at um, structures and how we can make them functional. The structures mm. are there. 
things are on paper, laws are on paper. Mm. Why are they not being affected? You know, and th- these other kinds of um, interventions. So uh, I think that moving forward, as PDM is trying so hard to move beyond social media and take our advocacy, we want to look at how we can affect policy and, you know, all these things and put pressures on the structures to work. Mm. So far, we've granted interviews on Joy FM, Joy News, when they are the week of um, this ascent fossil issue. We we're all over. We we're like the the the... What were we even? We were on Joy News, <laughs> we were on GH Connect on Joy uh, FM. We were on, they have this news desk on the TV, their Joy FM, mm-hmm. Joy Multi TV or whatever. So, I mean, I think that it's important. And it's important too because then we are identifying um, other enabling factors. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's not just, you know, the typical oh, men can get away with everything that they do. But it's also looking at the enabling factors, things that contribute to why a man can get up and think that he, because he's high and because he's horny, he should just enter anything and anyone that comes around Mm, this way. So we've talked about entitlement issue. We've talked about victim blaming. We've talked about all these things. In the future, we are hoping that these conversations become mainstream. Mm. Mainstream. So that if somebody approaches you, with her issue of, of, of sexual harassment, you even know how to approach it and how to talk about it with her without, you know, making her or worsening the case. Yes. Bringing it locally, mm-hmm. what rigidities have you noticed here in Ghana that are unique to, in comparison to, you've all, you've, mm-hmm. you've lived and studied outside yeah. mm-hmm. and so you've engaged, you've, you've witnessed some of these gender biases mm-hmm. both here at home and externally but what kind of rigidities or characteristics you think are here that make that the sort of progress we want a little more difficult than it may be externally yeah you know what one one of one professor told me so this um professor Payson, mm-hmm. maybe yeah, he's, he, he used to be in toronto now he's in new york so on one i think on one of my facebook posts, and it's interesting how you meet all these wonderful characters on facebook i mean like the members of PADM and many many other people mm-hmm. have met so i was just writing about how difficult it is to speak as a woman on feminist issues in um, Ghana. So I don't know. I think probably I was just trying to say, I get you and also trying to encourage you. But he said this thing that stayed with me. You see how progressive we are in our politics, mm. how we can just call on radio. But are we really? Um, <laughs> no, no, I mean, maybe progressive is the wrong word, but how we allow anybody at all to speak their opinions right. on politics. Yeah. It can be for the very wrong thing. We have serial callers who call and they're able to insult anybody mm-hmm. at yeah. all. Even that we allow them mm-hmm. because we believe in, we have this law, we, what's the name that law? We have libel something, something law. There's this law and for any way, that's fine. So somebody, anybody can speak their mind without being, um, mm-hmm. it's being crimin- mm-hmm. criminal, criminal libel law. Like that's okay. Yeah. But see how difficult it is for women to speak. Mm-hmm. We seem to be less progressive. So for, for now, is progressive in quotes. Or maybe not welcoming mm-hmm. of women who speak. Any political foot soldier can say anything at all. Mm. But when it comes to women asking for um, or talking about their challenges, if anybody says, hush, 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 mm. you're just talking too much. Mm. There are no mm. challenges. And some of the funniest things I hear are we have an electoral commissioner who is a woman. Yes. We have a CJ who is a woman. <laughs> Does that mean all women's problems yeah. are gone? No, yeah. 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 No. And I think also- the worst of the racial issues in America probably even happened under Obama. Depends yeah. on who is talking. So yeah. we could have a, wom- a woman president today and a full cabinet being um, woman. It doesn't mean the women's issues will go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, I mean, even in terms of rape, um, some of the rigidities you say, um, 
uh, we, we, we understand rape when it happens to little girls. Mm-hmm. When, when you are past a certain stage, then you must have done something to have contributed to your own yeah. rape. And so I think part of the problem, our own rigidity, is how we still want to see women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the sort of responsibility we start putting on the girl child mm-hmm. right from a very early stage. That's number one. And then Ama also said something that a lot of people, even you'll be surprised, some of your renowned journalists and influencers have said, oh, there are women lawyers now. Mm-hmm. And there are this, that, that. We've, women empowerment we has struck so much MPs. success. What we are you people more, talking yeah. about? These are isolated cases. <laughs> And you are like, you go and sit in the class. Just when did I finish school? 2013, I was still in college, mm-hmm. in, in tech. And a, a female lecturer telling us, as for the women, you try and be teachers and nurses so you can take care, you can, <laughs> you can be for good your, wives. Exactly. And good yeah. mothers. Have time for, have yes, time for just family. 2013. Yeah. And there was a woman that said Woman, that. Yeah. just 2013. Encouraging the women in the class yeah. not to... Not to dream too big, and you know what? In because the sad mother, thing is, she mm-hmm. actually thinks she's doing them a favor. Yeah. She's being helpful. Yes, yeah. because she has she been there. She's that. like, well, me, I couldn't do. I tried, but I couldn't. So just stick to teaching or something mm. that can allow you to take care of your of your children. So, and there are men in the in the in the classroom. How is marriage and fatherhood not being presented to them like some mm. some hoo thing that some, needs yeah. to 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 affect their career choices and affect how what they consider as fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Because everybody assumes that women are more fulfilled when they have babies and they stay at home mm-hmm. and their husbands are praising mm-hmm. them. That's what everybody thinks. So that's our own kind of rigidity where we force motherhood down every girl's throat, mm-hmm. which is not healthy. We're not saying it's not good. Every woman has the right and choice to make these decisions. But yeah. you can't make it a default for every woman. Mm-hmm. You understand? And then generally speaking, we have so we are coming from a historic background of several cultural practices that depict the woman as second class, Mm. that stifles the woman's progress, that nips the woman's sexuality or disregards the woman's sexuality. So we're coming from those cultural um, dictates. Mm -hmm. And you know how Africans, we like to hold on to the ones that don't make sense and then leave the ones that (laughs) make sense. (laughs) The way we've been doing it. Yes. So we have this very unique way. Our mothers were happy. Exactly. scientific evidence. So that is one, that's number one thing that's really, really, really affecting us. The cultural aspect of gender and religion, you know, and sometimes there are very blurry lines between religion and culture. So we're dealing with that. You go to school and your pastor is telling you one thing because he's a representative of God. Who do you choose? Mm -hmm. You understand? So yeah. I, this week there was a story about um, Professor Henrietta Mensabunsu. Yeah. I think there was mm-hmm. a radio interview. Yeah. Yes. And she said at some point in her career she had to put a hold on her legal practice yeah. to raise her children. Yeah. Of course, for people who didn't read the story, because Ghanaians who don't like to read, it yes. was fodder for all these, ah, look, mm-hmm. this woman, she herself, she yeah. knows that she needs yes. to stay and take care of her children. Mm-hmm. There was another thing you remember a while back when the gifty auntie. I think mm-hmm. I don't know if we, we should probably point. We out. should probably talk. in that story. Yeah. She she left her law practice, but she was practicing lecture. Mm-hmm. She was teaching. Yes. Yeah. It's not as if she became she a stay at home. But that's why I was saying yeah. that okay. people weren't reading. People weren't reading. To, to yeah. Yes. Before people. people yeah. Okay. Yeah. Before so, other yeah. people. Yeah. Don't, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Correct. Let's just correct. No, really, so seriously. And people were taking it like, oh, even she. Even she sat home, but the gifty auntie thing too was the same thing. People didn't see the full picture. Oh yes. They saw not to see the journalism. Yes, you understand. So, and this is because all these professionals, journalists, whatever, they approach their jobs with their own biases. Yeah. 
you understand the cultural biases, the religious, we need a lot everything. of gender sensitive. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly, and that's really issue. that's really the issue. So, Mrs. Is it Henrietta? Henrietta. It's a very special case for me because then um, people may get the wrong message, mm-hmm. and people will will use that to reinforce their their antagonism against mm-hmm. us. Because even when women say, even when as feminists we say. Um, motherhood shouldn't end a woman's career. We're not saying you don't have the choice to take a break or to take on less that you, than you can. Mm-hmm. We're not saying women shouldn't do that and just go, go, go. You should look at yourself as a human being and what your capabilities are. Yeah. And secondly, when we raise these issues, we also don't want to have it stick as a default thing that women have to do. Mm-hmm. That's only women who need to make these sacrifices for their families to survive. Mm-hmm. That is very, very important for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's not only women who... It's, it's like... We, there's no conversation about it in some homes. Yeah. There's yeah. no when it comes to that point. There's no conversation. Woman has to drop. We are all going to school. It's an exercise in futility to send girls to school and then have motherhood and marriage. And Let me just actually shift this in, in Pakistan. Maybe a few months ago, I read this in Pakistan. So the government is trying to limit the number of women it takes into medical school because it spends this amount of money training um, women into medical school, and they de- they end up not being able to practice. Whatever reason, because and you know these um, Middle Eastern, is it, no, Pakistan is um, Asian. Asian. They are very so very religious and very mm. cultural. So yeah. yeah, so Pakistan is actually considering slashing the number of women it takes into medical schools. Mm-hmm. That's because in the end they don't practice. They are forced to be wives and mothers. And I don't know, probably the next cure for whichever cancer is lost in somebody's brain mm. somewhere. Kitchen, because yeah. Exactly, <laughs> lost in somebody's kitchen. Yeah, cooking some curry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So then, what are PDM's recommendations for dealing with some of these gender challenges? Do we how how do we approach? It? Is it top down? Is it bottom up? Yeah. So where, I mean, where do we begin? I, in Ghana specifically, yeah. I think we accept, and I mean, I think in the initial stage we're all enthusiastic. I don't know. We thought we we're going to change everything in I don't know how long, but I think we've now that the we, we just settled and realized no, there's as much as anybody can do, mm. and it's. It's such a concerted effort. We can't just um, sit back and think we can do everything by ourselves. So we just we decided to focus. And also focus really on sexual violence, mm-hmm. sexual harassment, sexual abuse, um, and all sorts of things. And also to um, consider um, getting people to, professionals to be more gender sensitive, like we talk about the media, and also mm-hmm. even in our schools. You realize that in school textbooks, you, there will always be this. Amma came home from school and it's in the kitchen with mommy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kofi came home and is playing it's football. football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just tells the boy child, yeah, yeah, okay. It's mm-hmm. rather the girl who's supposed to be learning. So we want to sort of um, engage stakeholders. And that's what, this is what we want to do. We admit that our strengths uh, are in our advoca- advocacy. So we just talk. We like to engage the stakeholders to talk to more people about um, generating more gender conversations and also influencing policy. Mm. And not exactly... I mean, we've gone... We've actually went on the ground to this rape issue because that was that was just... And um, we've also thought of following up a few from others from the Ascent case. But ours is more to talk, to mm. talk, generate mm. conversations all the time. And that's why we're always happy when you call us to come talk, any media house. Yeah. Because we believe that that's how we can get gender on the agenda mm. and people talking about it. And then also mindsets and perceptions is where the root of the problem is. Mm. I mean, you're looking at a bigger issue like, say, FGM. What fuels a system like FGM? Mm. What fuels a system like child marriages? You understand? So the mindsets are really, really important to ending these bigger issues. And that's why 
we are more concerned with the mindsets. We need to address them and attack them and rewrite them. Hmm. So how can the rest of us help? <laughs> how do we join? <laughs> yeah, I mean, now that you've identified as coming, I'm going to send you every invite to our um, uh, um, event. Yeah. And I think maybe in your own spaces, on social media, now we're a very social media friendly mm. generation. Just talk about gender, the things you see. I mean, in, in an approach you are comfortable with. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. even and I always, people just, maybe people don't see this. Even among the seven, there are very different approaches. And we talk a lot about how um, we come out there, but the, uh, the strength of our group is our individual strength we employ. Yeah. Yeah. The okay. people who are very out there should talk, the people would believe that. So we employ everything. We believe everybody should on board. Like she said, there's no good or bad feminist. And I think Roxane herself says that she be a bad feminist and no feminist at all. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, because I mean, she. I mean, even me at the beginning of Pepe Dem, some people went to dig some 2012 posts oh, I wrote no. that I am not a feminist. Oh. You understand? Yeah. So there's no. It's a journey for all of us. Yeah. It's a journey for all of us, and so yeah, anything you can do in your own small way, just bring it on board, yeah. and we'll take yeah. it. Yeah, generate conversations as many times as you can with as many people as you can. And the point is, the more and more we talk about it, the more we change perceptions. Just this morning, we we're talking about it. Somebody mentioned that on our Pepper Den page, there was this guy who was in the initial stages as antagonistic as possible. Now he's actually coming on, but saying, Oh, I think I see what you are talking about now. So it, sometimes it just needs reinforcing to people so they see the picture. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you so much, ladies. <laughs> before, be, well, before we move on to other things, you, what other activities do you have coming up? Other projects that you're working on? You said you had your radio show. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So we have our radio show. It's coming it? on Thursdays between seven to eight PM on Class FM, on Class FM ninety-one point three. Yeah. So. So we actually thinking, and this is just in the pipeline, like the politicians we see about mm-hmm. generating them. Um, National dialogue okay. on yes. sexual abuse, especially mm. in case. So this is in the very early stages. But I want mm. to get as many people out on board as possible, the police, the judiciary, mm. the chiefs. Now realize how influential the chiefs yeah. can be yeah. when it comes to these things. Mm-hmm. Teachers, the hospitals. There's um, apparently a scarcity of rape kits. Like, and if they are there, you have to pay. So to get all these... What? Yeah. I mean, they are not well, there. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. And then when, they, mean, when they do wow. the rape kit, then you have to pay for the rape exactly. kit. You have to, pay, to yeah. take it back to the police. Yeah, and oh. even, even to get the police report, you have to pay. Wow. So there are people who won't go to the police station because they can't afford 20 yeah, cities or 10 exactly yeah. to pay for. So we want to have a national... Like, get everybody on board. Mm. Everybody who matters and talk. What's the way for? Because we realize we have to collaborate. Yeah. To get to get mm. um, these things out of the way, and also the systems are there. There's doves too. You can report the social welfare, but mm. they are all. I don't know if it's a lack of resources or they just need some sort of monitoring to up their game. Yeah. So yeah. So in the interim, that's what we plan to do, and we want to take our. We want to walk slowly mm-hmm. or crawl before we start walking and running. Right. So we take mm. as much as we can on our plate at a time because we all work. I mean, this is a sort of something that has been thrust on mm. us. So we want to yeah. Take it as um, slowly as we can, mm. but with also with a lot of impact we mm. hope to make. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So where can people find you? So we're on Facebook as Pepe Dem Ministries. The Dem is not TH. We are we are crass like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Localizing so, it. Exactly. So it's DEM, Pepe Dem Ministries. Um, we're on Instagram, we are on Twitter. So all, just all yeah, same name. yes. Mm-hmm. So just okay. find us. And then yeah. 
let's let's have a chat. Otherwise, we are also very active on our individual pages. For me, most of the action even happens on my personal Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what we do, what what the Pepperdine Ministries Facebook page functions now is actually like a an aggregator, an archive or a collation of voices from all over okay. Africa. So we have women. Um, so we have stories, we have uh, theories, we have commentaries from women in Nigeria who are vocal on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Kenya, we've, we just, when we see anything that's PDM worthy, we just take and put there. So it will be, it's very interesting to just come on there and see all these other, because the African system is very unique. I mean, there are so many similarities, but it's also very unique in its own way. Mm-hmm. Nigerian women have their own issues, even Ghanaian women. I can't have our own issues. Yeah. Like that. And so we just put all these um, entries on there mm-hmm. to serve as an archive for ourselves. Okay. So. Is there a hashtag that um, people can Pepe use? Pepe Ministries. Look, just hashtag Pepe, Pepe, Pepe Ministries. Ministries. PDM. PDM events. PDM events. Unlocking okay. toxic. Pepe Dem. Un- un- learning toxic, toxic narratives. narratives. Okay. Do you still use the Humble app? That one, well. Who came <laughs> up with that? <laughs> Me. That <laughs> So that one is for specific posts. Oh, okay. For specifically, yeah, when we are trying to for just for I mean now we have so of course they are pepperdemics. We are also trying to move away from the very individual things to the mm, corporate things. Exactly. So these ones are the corporate ones. Okay. Of course, individually we, there's even um, what's the thing about the brothel? Straight yes. from the brothel. Recently um somebody a group of people added onto the list of tags, you know, yeah. the lesbian stuff. And so they say we are prostitutes. They say we, we are from we work from the brothel or yeah. something. Oh, so really? we started a new one called Straight from the Brothel. Oh, Please nice. go check that one out. <laughs> we flipped the script on that. We want to remind people that prostitutes are business women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it takes two, is not the, exactly it takes two to tango. Yeah. So if you exactly. if you're going to incriminate women for True. being prostitutes, we need to incriminate the yeah. brothel yeah. goers. Yeah. Exactly. So we use that hashtag to throw light on that as well. So yeah, that's a very exactly. interesting. I mean, one they're not well. prostituting because they they want. Want. that's a demand. Yeah, yeah. Right. exactly. I mean, they yeah. try to work it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and 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 prostitutes have kept a lot of marriages afloat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of self-loathing sure. men, sex-starved mm-hmm. men. Overloaded men, overburdened yeah, men. You're raising other there. questions for me. Exactly. <laughs> we're supposed to be wrapping so up. Are, <laughs> this we can have it. It can be a conversation. Okay. The, the women, you know, like, another thing is that um, patriarchy princesses. Exactly. Yeah. Please yeah. have us here. Yes. Let's have us here. Yeah. 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 After Pepperdem emerged, there were these counter movements. Oh yes, we didn't even have time for them. Was today. it salt? And pepper, salt and <laughs> oh light, yes, yeah, there's salt and light. We the actually sugar them. them as, we actually them. them as part of our achievements. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Us, yeah, yeah, and it tells us how big the problem is. Yeah. yeah. If a group of women talking about gender issues can get people to actually react in such a way mm. and decide to form all these counter movements mm-hmm. just to counter us, mm-hmm. it tells you. And for me, I say you're doing something right. Yeah. Doing something yeah. right. Yeah. So I can't. Yeah. I, I tell them it's part of our achievement when we write our report on what we've been able to do in two months. Oh, we these are the things. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be and they form very full organizations. Exactly. Boosting <laughs> posts on Facebook. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what people have against like <laughs> feminism yeah. so bad. And like, I, I always say that at the end of the day, maybe this, this, this may be my final words, but at the end of the day, if for nothing at all, we are just exercising our rights as citizens of a democratic yeah. society. We are speaking our mind on our Facebook mm-hmm. world. Yeah. You enter Facebook, Facebook asks you, what is on your mind? And mm-hmm. I speak, what is on my mind? So far as I'm not, I'm not killing anybody. killing anybody, I'm not breaking any rule, I'm speaking my mind. And so for women out there who are afraid, Charlie, speak your mind. Yeah. And yeah. if, you, if you're reading and you don't like it, scroll on. Exactly. <laughs> Just you don't have that option. You do have that option. I have one last question. 
How do your families feel about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Amma talked about she's married. She yeah, has so a son. I'm married. My husband is uh, chief. She, yeah, husband. she's she's probably more feminist than I am. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So which is which is I mean which is brilliant for me because it's I think it's one of the difficulties. Um, for feminist women, like women us, face, yeah. and people actually think you have problems in your marriage mm. because you're a feminist. I mean, luckily yeah. for me, and I. This I shouldn't have said luckily. No, for me. I was go- about to exactly. call you out on that. Exactly, yeah. it shouldn't really. It shouldn't be. be it shouldn't be the. Um, it should. It shouldn't be the um, exception. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be the exception. Be the yeah, yeah, but I mean, every once in a while, I have to think back and say, "Oh goodness, I don't know how to survive with somebody <laughs> yes. who wasn't on board like this." So yeah, so I mean, for me, which which is really helpful for me, I have a eight. He's nine. He's going to turn nine in a week. And he's going to be a feminist. I'm going to look for a onesie for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be a feminist. What about your parents? My parents. Yeah, my dad. My dad raised me to believe that gender's got nothing on me. Mm-hmm. I can be the brilliant scientist I've always wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And he was one who looked. When I was going to do my PhD, he was him sitting on his computer looking for schools for me. Oh, wow. Right? Helping me write my essay. So that was brilliant. My mother is the gangster feminist oh, yeah. in her own way. <laughs> but, I mean, I, sometimes I have to really explain things. And say, okay, I get you. Yeah. But, of course, she's, she comes from the stock where you're, mm-hmm. you, you have to listen to your husband all the time. But yeah. from how he, she raised me, I think she, the woman she wanted to be, mm-hmm. she raised us to be. Exactly. Woman, because her society didn't allow her to be. She yeah. always yeah. says it. She yeah. was a woman who wanted to be a flight attendant, a mm. air hostess. Mm. Yeah. She couldn't be. And she, so she's, she's sort of trying to raise us that when... Just a quick story. Before I went to do my PhD, I was going out with this guy. We said, why are you going to do a PhD? Just go teach um, in Ghana. Let's get married. The master's is okay. My mother said, hey, you are going. No, because if you don't go, you are going to get married and resent this man for the rest of your life. And I owe my mother that advice for listening to it. And I think I'm more fulfilled and happier that You ended up with the right man. Yeah. 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 Yeah, For me, my my dad is a... (laughs) Reverend Minister. Oh. <laughs> and was it like two weeks ago, he called me and, you know, I mean, when, whenever I'm on TV, mm. on radio, mm-hmm. people call him. Yeah. If he, he's on this, da, 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 da. so he's been hearing it. So, and he's been telling me whenever people tell him. And then he called me, he's like, this them thing, what is it? So I actually broke it down, down for him on phone. I explained everything, what we are trying to do, what the intention is. Because sometimes you have the intentions, but doesn't have the, the exactly so i told him what the end goal is and everything I was like oh nice 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 okay when the pepper tones down add ginger, add ginger. <laughs> <laughs> you understand and like Amma said my dad may have raised us feminist but it wasn't maybe a constant a, a, a femi- because at that at that time where theories even out yeah. did they even know what feminism was mm. they didn't know the f word but at the end of the day my dad is a dad who recognized that chale it was just us. I, I, we are two girls, me and my big sister. He had no son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no way he could afford to have raised us as girls in a typical way yeah. Yeah. And, and be confident of where he is right now to be assured that we can make decisions for ourselves and we can take care of him. Mm. And so it was very important to him. My dad said he wanted to have two children. He didn't care what gender they came in. Mm, that's great. And there are people who have girls and they say, no, I need a boy. Yeah, I need a boy. But he, he said he like didn't care. He had two boy. girls and he did his best with, with the two girls. Our education, my house, you'd have to argue yourself out. If my mom reports me after he's back from work, you get the chance to explain why you did what you did. If you nice. waste the situation, then you get your punishment. So I've always been in that. Special. Oh, oh yes, yeah. he is very special. For, then my, for a reverend yeah. to actually give exactly. you that. Look, in Ghana. In Ghana. Yeah. You'll be surprised. Yo. When I go to boarding house, uni my dad will call you the after the first week you've settled in in school he will call you what groups have you joined drama club and he knows i'm i've always been this creative mm. arts person what 
that is it. Don't pass through the school. Don't just pass through the school. Let the school pass through you. So my dad has been someone who always wants us to explore. When I got my admission to go read my master's, hey, he was excited. Whenever he calls me, he wants to see America through my lens. Yeah. So we need parents like that. They may not be feminists right, or know what feminism is, but we need revolutionary mm, parents. Open-minded and my mom, parents. super awesome. My big sister, who is very low on the ground, but she's the one when I'm doing a radio phone interview, she'll be sitting by me. Like, you know, exactly reviewing our logos, uh, our designs for our t-shirts. So the support base on the background. And we need all these people. If you can't even be out there in the open, all these supports, these Mm. and every morning I wake up to one message or the other in my Facebook inbox of how I can really speak up. I'm waiting to find my voice, but I support you. And it's very liberating and motivating. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Right. Okay. Now we are wrapping up for real, right? <laughs> now we are. <laughs> okay. It's been a great, great, great episode. Thank you guys so much for coming. And we hope to see you again soon. I hope in our next season. The the yes. Bring the whole squad. We will. Yeah. We will. <laughs> okay. Um, this is The Other Room. <laughs> and you can find us on Twitter at GCLTOR, on Facebook and Instagram at The Gold Coast Report. And you can email us on the other room at the gold coast report.com. And that's it, right? Yeah. Yep. So until next season. Next year. Next yep. season. Next year. Proper finale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Aww. Oh, really? Well, catch yeah. up on all our 30 episodes. Oh, wow. 30. Go yes. and do it. Okay. Okay. Yes. Go and do it. <laughs> 30. You can find us on all your favorite podcast managers ACAST, Google, WhatsApp. Play music, um, iTunes. iTunes. There's so many of them. I can't Stitcher. Stitcher. Of them. Catch yeah. the other room on any of those. All 30 episodes are on there. Let us know which ones were your favorite via email at the other room at the goldcoastreport.com or on Twitter or Facebook. And let us know. Let us know. Feedback. Feedback for next season, guys. We really appreciate it. Yeah. So until then, it's bye. 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 bye.